Hey, this is John Popper with the Popper and the Poppercast. We call this emergency podcast to answer a very serious question. Papa, why they want to give you the run around? That is a good question. Because I didn't do anything Colonel Sanders didn't do before me. They want, they want, they want to take away my apostrophe? What's next? Peyton Manning? What do I got to do? Go back to the shadows? Fuck yes. Finally. And it's not just back to the shadows. It's back to our Golden Globe. Wait, it's not quite Golden Globus. No, not but quite. Holy fuck, does this feel like Golden Globus? <laughs> yeah, I, I literally thought this was a Golden Globus until I checked. But... I mean, you saw this movie as a youngin. Yeah. So naturally, when we're watching all these Golden Globus movies, which some people might argue we haven't done in a while, fuck them. <laughs> Sh- shut up. Um,. Dude, this feels like a Golden Globus movie through and through. And recollection, you would immediately be like, yeah, I remember this Golden Globus movie, Pray for Death. Yeah, I, I thought all of Shokazugi's movies were Golden Globus. I was shocked to find out this wasn't. They have that feel. Like, the whole Van Damme story is he was in a restaurant working, and he did, like, a nice roundhouse kick, and Golem saw it. It was like, fuck yeah, you need a movie right now. I could see Kazugi being replaced with Van Damme in that scenario. And we know Kazuki can kick. Yeah. Unlike well, Chuck. Well, they did a movie together, which we haven't covered yet, but I'm sure we'll get to. Black oh, Eagle. Which movie was that? Black Eagle. Oh, yeah. oh, you see, that was the scar of my uh, my youth. Because uh, my hero, Jean-Claude, was a bad guy in it. Well, that's funny you say that, because much like Jean-Claude, Shokazuki started out as a villain. Of course, he was... In our, or I think it was our third episode, Enter the Ninja. Oh, that's he was the villain. Right. That was so weird. Even in that movie, I thought he was kind of a good guy. Well, yeah, he had he had a, definitely a point of view. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, so I'm glad. Like, we, so we just, I'm glad we're we're getting back to Shokazugi because Enter the Ninja was just like the tip of the iceberg of Shokazugi. Kazugi, I mean, we've, I, I think I've seen four or so of his movies, <laughs> and they're all. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think he's super underrated. A lot of people forgotten him, I'm, and that's part of. I'm glad we have this show to remind people. Like, I put him up there with like Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and all those like greats of martial he's, arts. He's basically like the eighty, uh, late seventies, early eighties version of Will Smith, and that he casted his kids, and his kids did a great job. They acted their little asses off. No, that's the one drawback. Fuck. Kane and Shane, his sons. Oh, you don't like them in the no. movies? Well, well, Kane is okay. Shane fucking sucks. I've got some great news for anybody who also agrees with Murray <laughs> that Kane or Shane sucks. Uh, gets kind of pummeled in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like a punching bag in this he, movie. He and I enjoyed every is. minute. I, I'm sorry. I laughed every time he got beat up. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not supposed to. It's, you know, like an eight-year-old getting the shit kicked out of him, but it was funny. Yeah, it kind of was. It really, yeah. There's something hilarious about seeing an adult like just fully wind up and punch through a child. Yeah, 
I'm sorry. Like, it, it, yeah, the absurdity of it all. Um, I mean, what what do we do here? Do we just want? Do we want to jump right in? Yeah, right let's in? just get into it, man. Because we got a lot to discuss. We so. got a lot, and we need to get an episode under 150 for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a break. So let's just cut to that trailer. Show Kazugi in. Pray for death. He came to America to escape his past. You will always be a ninja. No, his wife. His children. His home and his honor must be defended. If you just want protection, why don't you go hire yourself a private detective? No ordinary man could do it alone. But this is no ordinary man. Pray for death. This has gone far enough. We are all free to do what we like. I am free to kill those animals. Shokasugi. Shadow Ninja, judge, and jury. Vengeance will be his. Pray for death. Please kill me! So, we get right into this. Action, ninjas, cutting, chopping, everything. Well, yeah, like... I, I, I noticed at the beginning, very similar to the beginning of Enter the Ninja, where show, he not only entertains you, he educates you on what a ninja is, what a he's about. Yeah. Okay. But he's showing <laughs> you all the weapons of a ninja. So there's a scene where show, he's wearing like, kind of like, I don't, it's not a kimono. I don't know what, what, it's like kind of like a samurai outfit. Like, yeah. Like when they're not wearing their armor, the kind of like the baggy pants and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's and call that the Bushido wear. I don't know what that means. Okay. But it sounds works right. For, it works for me. Yeah. And he's like demonstrating all the different like weapons. And and Kane is also as well. He's knowing that kids can murder too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, and we have that great fucking song, Back to the Shadows, playing Back in the background. The and it's just, just like a demonstration to like prime you on what a ninja is about, what their weapons are. So you're not like, what's, what's that? What's going on? Like, you yeah. know, right from the get go. Well, what it is. And then what I love about this movie is they immediately jump straight to action. There's a ninja fight in the first two minutes of the movie. I was confused. That's the point, though. Right. So, like, there were this forest, and there's this woman who's, like, dressed like a geisha. You're, like, thinking, is this, like, ancient Japan? What's going on here? Yeah. And she's being accosted by, like, these ninjas, and they're, like, grabbing her, taking her into, a, like, one of, one of those, like, houses with the paper walls and everything, yeah. like the traditional Japanese houses. And I, I'm sure, I'm assuming she's getting raped because this is an 80s movie. And there's this guy wearing this, like, Oni demon mask, and he's got the ninja outfit. And then this show shows up in his black ninja outfit, and he starts just fucking murdering everybody. 
Yeah, I it was it was sweet action, and of course, like just when you think like, holy fuck, this movie is two minutes in and it's already going off the rails. You like, feel like you just you came in an hour into the movie, exactly. But mm, let's cut to reality, you know, as Eminem likes to say, and uh, we're gonna pan out, and it's a couple of kids, Shane and Kane, fucking Kane and Shane, and they're watching their favorite movie. I think it was called Black Ninja. I think it was supposed to be a TV show, but... Yeah, actually, I think yeah. it was supposed to be a TV show. And, of course, their mom's like, Kids, come on, it's time to get ready for dinner. Turn yeah. off that stupid ninja shit, man. Oh, Mom! Black Ninja... Everybody watches Black Ninja, Mom. We're going to be beat up at school if we don't watch Black Ninja. And then show shows up. Oh, yeah. He and he's wearing like, a suit. He's like, Wait, what's going on? I'm like, I'm like totally confused. I just saw him fuck somebody up as a ninja. Yeah, it was really weird. Well... Didn't we watch a movie where somebody saw Enter the Ninja? He sees him <laughs> on the movie, and he's like, that motherfucker. Don't you remember? Do you no, remember that? No, I don't remember that. Holy shit. There was this scene where uh, I forget our white hero in that movie. Franco Nero. Franco Nero. He was watching the movie, and it was Shokazugi in the movie. Oh, I don't even remember It that. would be great if... You know what? I'm going to tell you. It's the same footage. <laughs> 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 I've ruined it. Um but yeah, it was really akin to that. So show comes home. He's like a banker or something. He's telling yeah, his wife, like, "Oh like, my god, they want me to take a million dollar raise. They want me <laughs> yeah. to move to America." Well, no, they don't want. They, I, no, they didn't want to move to America, did they? Yeah, I, his his company was like offering him a. Position. I thought they were just like they were. They were like offering this, like to be like vice president or whatever and everything. And he was like, you know what? It's been my dream to open my own business. And he like floats that idea. And he's like, and you always get to, his wife is half American, half Japanese. Oh, that would make way more sense. Right. Your theory on this. So, well, first we have the scene where they're like, uh, like you're eating dinner and they're doing tra- traditional Japanese style, sitting on the floor on the pillows yeah. and the little low table. And then it's like they are in J- Japan at right. this point, and so they're like, uh, "All right, time for bed, kids." And the kids like attack show, like, oh, like these, yeah, they, these little samurai swords they have. Shane's tripping over himself while Kane's beating the shit out of show, and, and then they're like, "Oh, Dad, you need to learn some ninja skills." He's, and then he's like, oh, "Maybe I do." And they're like, "Wink at the camera." Totally breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, "We know, we know you're a ninja." It's so good, so good. And then, so then, so good. <laughs> so, good. <laughs> so we cut to the show and his wife in bed, very chaste. They're clothed. They're just Fully sleeping, clothed. you know. And, Magic Mormon underwear and all. And then he's like, "Oh yes, I'm. I'm going to get this as a promotion." But man, it's always been my dream to be my own. Like he's very, he's that a very American spirit. Way more sense. Yeah. Way more. Okay. And he's like, We're and going I, with your and pocket. he's like, and you grew up in America, like. How would you feel about? She, oh, oh, I think it was he just wanted to start his own business. She's like, "How about America?" Because we're the, we're the land of entrepreneurs. Yeah, okay. And he's like, "I don't know. It's very violent in America. Very violent. You know, like it's very beautiful and and peaceful here in Japan. It's very violent." She's like, "Oh, don't believe what you see in the movies. You know." <laughs> yeah. She. You've also been watching too much TV. And then he's like, "Okay." I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to go to my Buddhist temple, and I'm going to pray on it, and the gods, the spirits, will, the ninja spirits will tell me what I need to do. So we're going to go. We're going to go check out his nice temple there. Yeah. And it was like half flashback, half current time. Right. It 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 threw me off. Yeah, it it threw me off, and I think it was supposed to throw me off. Yeah. Because you just see him sitting there praying, and then you cut to, we see this red ninja. Yeah. And he's like, 
opening up like there's this giant boot like Buddha statue and yeah. there's like these like drawers underneath and he pulls and he's stealing this jewelry out Ooh. of there. Back to the foreshadow. Exactly. And so you're like, well, what the fuck's going on? And then we cut to it is a it's a flashback, and Shok walks in on this guy, and he's like, "Hey, motherfucker, you can't steal from the Buddhist temple." So like another fucking fight breaks. That's what I love about this movie. This nonstop action. Yeah. So even uh, the past couple movies, there's been a lot of slow parts. A lot this, of slow, a lot we, of peeping. We got like an hour and twenty seven minutes for this one, and it's ninety percent fights and getting hit by cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so another fight ensues, and the Red Ninja. Hurls his samurai sword at Show. Show dodges it, and it goes right through a big pillar that's holding up like the ceiling. So you got the blade sticking out the ends because this is important. Because what happens now is Show subdues the Red Ninja, rips the mask off. Holy shit! It's Shoji, oh, his brother. Fucking Shoji. And he's like, "What?" He's like, and then Shoji like uses it when he's like, you know, like stunned for a second. Shoji gets away from him. But Shoji's kind of like he. Sho is kind of like the cane of the family. Shoji's kind of like the shane of the family. Yeah. Because Shoji <laughs> slips on like a scabbard of his samurai sword <laughs> and falls on the sword of course that's he sticking does. out of the pillar. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, so while that's happening, the old master, classic kung fu master, he's got the long white hair, long white beard comes the, out. The, the eyebrows that Big, are so long it's, it's that like, he, he like licks them into chops. Yeah, it's like, it's like Pai Mei from Kill Bill. Yep. And he comes out. And he like, and he gives the old like, uh, fucking con- like uh, fortune cookie kind of shit. You know, it's like about like you cannot escape your shadow yeah. and all this shit. Got to get you got to get back into the shadow. You got to get back the to the shadow. A lot of shadow talk. It's hard to follow because we're we're Westerners, you know. Right, we don't this know is, this shit. This is alien does. This is alien does. But for but, sure. but he's just like, look, I'm. I'm done with ninja shit, dude. I my brother died because of ninja shit. I'm out. I'm out. Like like a classic Golden Globus character. He's like, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. That and was. I mean, he has like a real conversation with them. So apparently, his parents were orphaned. Yes. Which brings up another question: Like, we talk about if you're a cop, never talk about retirement. Never say you're two weeks from retirement. Right. Ever. Two years, you're safe. Two right. weeks, you're fucked. Does that apply to ninjas, too? Maybe his ninja parents were like, hey, we're two weeks from well, ninja retirement. I can speak from authority on this because much like ninjas, the Nang Chen ooh, ooh, tail thing, it. it's it's not, you can't quit it. It's you're in for life. Okay. And that's what the master's trying to get across to him. He's like, that look. That makes sense. He's like, look, you're, you can't, you're always going to go back to the shadows. <laughs> And he's like, and but Show thinks he knows better. But the, this guy is like a fucking two hundred years old. He knows everything he there is to know. And he his bowel movements were fucking sharp. <laughs> okay, I could tell. <laughs> tell by the way he walked. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, look, he's like, he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I've heard that a million times from everyone who wants to quit the ninja lifestyle. Yeah. So he's like, well, here, take this shredder helmet. Because his helmet looks just like Shredder from Ninja it, Turtles' it really helmet. Did, now that you mention it, and he's like, "Take this as a souvenir or a memento of your time as a ninja." And he's like, "Thank, he's like, Thank you." Always remember. <laughs> so now we cut to 
scene of an airplane flying right into, I'm guessing, L.A. I don't fucking know uh, yeah, where they're coming from. They didn't think any more about it. They were just like, peace, we're going America. to... America. We're going to the old U.S. of A., and they're not just going anywhere. We're going to 80s L.A. We're assuming. We don't know. It, it yeah, could have been San Francisco, because they have a large Asian population. I don't know. Well, based on the... We know they're not going back to the shadows. We're, we know no, that. Not going... To the shadows. They're going to so they America. show up. So we get the classic like movie version of what the ghetto looks like. There's like yeah. some homeless guy drinking booze on the street. There's, there's barrels there's, with trash in it. Yeah, there's barrels with trash in it. Their corner neighbor, uh, it was like a car junkyard. There was like hubcaps on a fence right. and tires and shit. And then. This was the most boggling part. If anyone feels encouraged to watch this movie or already watched this movie, explain to me what's going on with this neighborhood. Because it's like one side is like happy people walking around. The other side is like shit. It's like 8 Mile. It's like one side's fun, one side's yeah. It really is. And we get scenes to know how rough this neighborhood is. Show like accidentally bumps into a guy, and the guy's like, "Hey man, what the oh, fuck, yeah. man?" Because they because they were walking to the house, and right. oh my god! And then like so Show good. has this like back to the shadows flashback where he yeah. remembers his ninja training, like kicks in like immediately. He's about to kill this guy again. If anybody watched this movie, they'd expect me to cut in that sound effect of <laughs> and him going, "Huh." But uh, I couldn't get it, so <laughs> you're right. just gonna have to deal with you it. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. So, like, you can tell, like, the the master was right. Like, he immediately goes back to his ninja training. But he, mm-hmm. like, he's like, my kids are here. I'm not going to kill this guy. And then, of course, since it's, like, this is an 80s inner city area, we got to have the black kids with the boom box, boom box playing some shit. Their music sounded slightly Asian, though. I thought it was, it, a little, it was like, jazzy sounding. It was like, jazzy, but it also had, like, this Asian vibe They're inclusive, it. you know. Yeah, I liked it. I was like, these guys probably would be cool together, but, you know. So whatever. now we get to where they're going to have their business. They're going to open a Japanese restaurant by this piece of shit, like, uh, corner store kind of place. Yeah. And owned by the kindly Sam Green. Sam, Sam Green? No, just Sam Green. Oh, just Sam Green. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a character from fucking Game of Thrones, but... Um, so this guy welcomes the family. Oh, he's the most welcoming old man. It's just beautiful yeah. spirit. Like, this neighborhood used to be so much better. Really? Oh, just never let your kids out by themselves. Never go anywhere. Never lock your door. Never feed your never kids after midnight. Your, never feed your kids <laughs> Never get night. your kids wet. Make sure to lock your doors. Um... Don't leave a car on the street. Like, everything that every white person around here is scared about, like, going slightly close to Detroit, that's what this guy was telling them. Well, yeah, and, well, unfortunately. And the funny thing was, the people that are giving him shit weren't the neighbors. No. It just shows, you know, stereotypes, Exactly. Man. Exactly. So he walks him around the house. He's it, like, so this is the restaurant. Well, we kind of learned that. He, I'm guessing he was widowed because he sucks. He brings up this woman, Minnie, and she yeah. was, and she had this cigar shop that was like, like, uh, like adjacent, like a part of the the area they have. They're yeah. buying, and he's just like, oh, you know, it's never been the same now that Minnie's gone. Like, I'm gonna go to my live with my sister in Atlantic City, and yeah. you know, go up to the Taj Mahal. Of course, that was still around back then, right? And uh, so he's just like, he's just showing him around. He's like. Well, and this is also where it show shows a little bit of his ninja yeah, skills because yeah. the the where the cigar the cigar shop was there's a padlock on the door and he's like oh I, I lost the key I don't know uh, <laughs> what uh 
don't know how to open this. And the show goes, let me try. <laughs> and he just like blows the fucking door off. Dude. And the guy's like, wow, dude. Uh, you've heard of a one-inch punch from Kill Bill. Again, yeah. sorry to reference that, but it's it's an easy thing people Five-finger death punch? The five, what? No. Shut up. The one that was punch. from the fucking Kill Bill. Was it? Yeah, the shitty band stole the name, but that was Kill Bill. Really? Five Finger Death Punch. Oh God, I hate that band for giving me bad impressions. One inch about was a, was a Bruce Lee thing, where he would be like one inch away from you in this punch. Well, I thought they did that too, where she put her yeah, hand she out did and that. then yeah. Okay, but that's what I thought they called it. So he doesn't even do that. He puts his knuckles to the door. And then just turns his head and drives right through it. Doesn't even pull his fist off the door. That's how fucking strong he is. The kids are like, it's like the Black Ninja, Dad. Wow. And then yeah. they go and board and they walk away. And then we get a little yeah, more. They, they peep in the door and they're just like, <laughs> that's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. So then and Sam Green shows them around again. And then uh, was I don't know. What, I think we missed this scene or I don't know if it happens later. But we get a scene. I think it happened earlier mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. they come to America where we see these shady guys Bust into the cigar shop area of the. Uh... No, that happens while they're like in the house. I no, I thought it happened when the guy goes to check it, but when they dump it off, I think it happened early. So it was at night when it happened, dude. It was like when they moved in. They didn't bring up any of America stuff until okay. they were in the house. So, um, the wife was like hanging out to clean up the place and everything. You know what? It might have been right before they moved in the house. Yeah. But it definitely... Okay, yeah. so what happens is later that night, these shady characters like go into the cigar shop area, and they have like this package. It, it was like it looked like a pack. I thought it was drugs. It looked like a package yeah. of cocaine. Yeah, we assume cocaine because 80s. Yeah. Or and P2P. So he opens this... Or P2P. <laughs> and he opens this like, this like floorboard. He pulls up a floorboard, and that's where he's going to hide it. Mm. And then he decides... No, fuck this. I'm going to open it up. Yeah. He opens up the bag of cocaine and pulls out this like diamond necklace. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Are they, what are they smuggling? Are they smoking cocaine or are they smuggling diamonds? Cool. Yeah. But he whatever. did it like a shit, though, because he comes in with another guy. So the guy sees him put it in there. The guy leaves. And then our, 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 you know, our thief here like gets ready to leave. And then he takes it. A thief who, oh. by the way, looked like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I, I literally thought a he was skinny Carl. Yes, I well, he was in. Yeah, I Before thought he he, I thought him. he was the same actor from our, our uh, Treasure of the Four Crowns episode. For sure, he looked. He had the big droopy mustache and like balding a little. Oh, for sure. Anyway, so he take he's supposed to drop off this necklace, but he decides he's going to steal it. So he just pockets it. I think he leaves the cocaine or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, and and they just leave. So back to the shadows. We go back to uh, uh, Show and his family. And like, like you said, they're cleaning the place up. Yep. Clean montage. And then Sam, kindly old Sam's like, hey, I want to show you that warehouse I'm also selling you. Yeah. So we'll go check that out. So him, Show, and the kids take off. The wife stays behind to like clean up because, you know, it's, yeah. it's a woman's job. And <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. So... While she's cleaning out the front room, we see this shady kid, this shady elderly character named Limehouse Willie. And he's now he's going to be the main henchman for this movie. The guy, oh, the worst yeah, henchman yeah. ever. He's like fucking 80 years old. Yeah. Not intimidating at all. He's English no. on top of which isn't intimidating. And he goes in. He, and, of course, he's going to pick up the necklace. That's his job. Yeah. And, of course, he sees the necklace isn't there. He's picking up for his boss. 
And so he's also got reins on the two people who are supposed to drop it off. So, you know, he's going to be all kinds of furious. Fury. He's going to be all kinds of fury when he finds out that necklace isn't there. So he gets all pissed off and he goes back to the car and he's like, that old man, that Sam fucking Green. old man. And they see him uh, driving off. You yeah. notice that his, all the possessions he takes with him are like a wooden chair, like a rug. Yeah, uh, he was well, one, he, of, one of those uh, tobacco chief statues things. He had one of those on top yeah, of his Yeah, well, he, he lives like a simple life. You know, I appreciate that. A simple that. man, you know, a simple life. So, yeah, so so Sam's basically two hours away from retirement. So you know nothing, something bad to happen to this guy. I mean, two weeks is bad. Two hours is fucking <laughs> terrible. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. Because he's he's like at a stop sign. All of a sudden, Limehouse Willie and his goons drive up, block him off. Uh, like, I guess uh, one under like... Under a bridge. Yeah, they like, take him to the abandoned Sparks factory. Yeah, there's so much... You have to go around the block to find an abandoned anything and around this neighborhood. All right. So they take him out of the uh, the station wagon, his beat up old station wagon. They're like, "Hey, you fucking thief! Where's our necklace?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." So they just, then he's like, "Oh, I think you do." So he's like, "Beat the shit out of this old man," because <laughs> this is the only guy this fucking line really could beat up is somebody who's like more elderly than him. Yeah, exactly. AARP and then members. they tie him down to the hood of his station wagon. Somebody has like a can, a can of gas on him. Yeah. So they say, hey, fuck it. I got this gas. Let's set this old man on fire. So they just throw the gas all over the station wagon, set it on fire, immediately explodes because that's, of course, everything immediately explodes in movies. Yeah. And, and you know, of course, he's just like, let's give this old timer an old Viking funeral. <laughs> And it's kind of like if you were sure that he didn't have it, why not just let the old guy live and just go? I mean, he's going to yeah. die in a couple of years anyway. I mean, I mean he can't. It's kind of that's looking hardcore way to kill somebody. I'm going to set you on fire. You could just like look in his car. <laughs> you know, he's got all of his worldly possessions: the fucking cigar, tobacco, chief guy, the chair. You know, you could look. But instead, they were just like, no, murder's easier. Yeah, well, this shows you how hardcore these bad guys. Well, are. they'd even look in the car afterwards. <laughs> So I don't think they looked at the car at all. Yeah, they were just no, like, they didn't. They were like, "All right, we take your word. You don't have it. We're going to murder you now." Yeah, yeah. You know what? We believe you, but I'm going to murder you because you're so believable. So uh, after this traumatic experience, of course, we're going to cut back to our happy family. And in a day, we didn't get to see the montage, but there was a montage of them cleaning up this place because the restaurant level they're very industrious people is already. Perfection. Health inspectors been by. They're ready to go. Exactly. Like I've worked in restaurants. It takes months to open them. (laughs) Not when Shokazuki. Boom. That's why the '80s was such a good time for small businesses, though. No regulations at all. Exactly. That's what. You're exactly right, Grip. That's what held them back. Yeah. Like that's why it took forever. Like when you were talking about because all these fucking regulations. We had no regulations in the '80s. No regulations back then. All right. They didn't have any food on them. Which gave when you don't have regulations, you have time to fix up your shop, which is what they did. So, like, all the old wood has been replaced with beautiful new wood. It's, like, all bamboo stained beautifully. Light just hits this wall like it's a goddamn beacon for Jesus himself. It's amazing. I love it. And we get to see them get their first sale. Oh, yeah. And, it is, and, it is, and you think Show's got some ninja tricks. His wife yeah. gets, the, gets the dollar, puts it down, like, below, comes back up in a second. It's framed. It's framed. And then Joe's like, hmm. And then he like hangs it on the wall. And the kids are like, well, fuck this shit. 
we're dumb kids. We're just going to go to the party no, store. man. Come on. The, the, the mom totally heeding the advice of the old man who said, do not ever let your kids leave the house on adult unadvised unsupervised unsupervised thank you uh she's like hey go to that corner liquor store that looked really fucking (laughs) shady and get us some milk and they're like well of course as we know from our buddy mullins the best milk comes from shady liquor stores yeah he's not wrong i will say the best slice of pizza you could get in the detroit area while it's closed now was tweenies pizza that's probably because you were drunk when you were eating it no well, I wasn't a drunk when I was 10 to 20. Oh, sure you weren't. Okay. I'm no Brett Kavanaugh, but I wasn't drunk. So um, they're at the party store, as we call it here in Detroit. And Oh, yeah. That is a Detroit thing. Yeah. I forgot about that. And they're walking out. And, of course, uh, I think Kane had his bike with him. He's so proud of his bike. Of course, oh, these, yeah. these dirtbag he, kids show up. He rode his brother on the pegs, man. Yeah. Kane, Kane's a good big brother. Right. Well, Cassidy, he's got to protect that loser because we, yeah. we 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 kind of glossed over it earlier. But there was a scene when they're in Japan where Shane oh is at God. the dojo. How did we forget about this scene? <laughs> so they have, and I'll I'll give cut Shane some slack on this one. Shane is like he's like eight years old. And he's fighting like an, a twenty year old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this kid, and this kid, this guy is merciless on Shane. He's Beats the shit out of him, Absolutely. and Show is watching it. And the train, like the the what do they call the masters? I forget. Uh, sensei, sensei. The sensei is just like approving <laughs> of it. Like yes, fucking unruly. <laughs> uh, and all the kids that are also in the class because it's the only like twenty year old in the class. Everybody <laughs> else is like eight to ten. Right. And yeah, so Kane's like, you know, the sensei pops up. Anybody else? And of course, Kane's like, "I'm gonna show this bitch a thing or two. <laughs> just fucking wrecks him. Yeah, just fucking avenges his brother. Like he he lures the teen or the twenty year old into like thinking he's winning the fight, and uh, so the uh, uh, timid twenty year old tries to throw uh, Kane over his shoulder, but Kane uses all that momentum and fucking. That's what rips it's all him. about. It's not about exactly. power. It's about momentum. It's about momentum and balance fucking rips him just throws him 14 feet away into a wall of like spears ornamental spears and shit just breaks them all and sensei and sh- starts to slow clap. and show shows looking on an approval that's right show right. walks in because like, as we know because the kids don't know he's a ninja but we know he's a yeah. ninja and he's like I, I see my ninja skills i don't know what the fuck's up with you shane see him but i see him. my ninja skills yeah. Kane. he whispers into another parent's ear that's my seed <laughs> Yeah. So cut back to the second ass whipping Shane gets in this movie. So these kids, these dirtbag kids, and they're all like probably 12 to 15 kind of Jean range. jackets, metal yeah. things, yeah. D&D dice rolling because <laughs> that's what's bad in the 80s. <laughs> they got like an Ozzy Osbourne fucking record playing. Yeah. And kid bites the head off a bat, and like, Shane's like, "Hey, that's my brother's bike!" And they just fucking lay Shane out. And then you don't remind me of remind me of uh, the Christmas story where the kids when the the bullet the kid beats up the bully, but his little brother just collapses on the fucking ground and yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah, like that's Shane's defense. He just does a slug move where he just collapses on the ground. Absolutely, and it works for him. Because then Kane comes out and just starts whooping ass. He's beating up four people. Four. Kicks and- a fat black kid in the ass. He's <laughs> <kids>. <laughs> yeah, that was- 
<laughs> it's so ridiculous. They're, it's a multicultural like uh, yeah. gang of as thieves. always. All the eighties, there were always diverse gangs. You know, yeah. as you see in real life. Uh, 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 there's a black kid. There's a Latin kid. There's a white kid, and then there's like a ginger kid, which somehow always gets categorized as like its own thing. <laughs> so he's just fucking tearing ass. He's kicking ass. He's taking names. Having fun with them, and he's then a, toying with them, and then a car rolls up, and of course it's uh, it's what we know as our main villain, yeah, Limehouse uh, Willie, Limehouse Willie, elderly Englishman, and he sees what's going on, and so he pops his door open, and he sees that Kane, or not Kane, but he sees well, Kane kicking ass. Well, he, he uh, could, well he assumes he's like, well, I know kindly old Sam Green didn't steal the necklace because we murdered him, mm-hmm. so it's got to be these Japanese people. So I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to kidnap one of his children and get the location of the jewels. We got to get that. So of course he's like, like most predators, you can pick the weakest of like the weakest of the, well, the, like the herd. The kid is basically laying on the ground <laughs> while the other kid is taking out four teenagers. So, so he he picks the lamest of the herd, which is Shane, of course, and grabs him and runs to the car. And Kane's like, "Hey, what the fuck? It's my brother!" Kane runs up to the car and is just like, "Ah!" <laughs> And then, and then Limehouse Willie just lays him out with a punch in the face. Punches him in the face. Oh, I, I know I'm not supposed to laugh, but I was laughing I, so hard at this. But his head is basically like a jack-in-the-box swivel. So it goes <laughs> back, and it comes right back up. And so Limehouse is just like, fuck you. Door checks. <laughs> he completely lays this kid out. And so we, we got to go, uh, you know, we got to file Kane home now. To, you know, right. tail between his legs, like, hey, these four teenagers tried to jump us. I beat the shit out of them. And, of course, shows like, of course you did. How, uh, where's your brother? How bad did Shane get his ass kicked? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, the usual. Well, you know, he's been captured. Kane, by the way, is bleeding everywhere. Well, his whole punch in the face. His whole face is just covered in blood. And his mom is Completely freaked out, and show is just like, all right. And then while that happened, we get a call from Limehouse Willie, and he's like, hey, if you want your kid back, you better bring that necklace to, like, was it like a boat or something? Uh, it's like the docks. Yeah, it was at the, yeah, docks. the docks. I think it was the docks. So stupid. So we cut to the scene later at night. Show's like, I got to go back to the shadows, and he gets like. Uh, yeah, his wife's like, his, we got to call the cops, and he's like, no, no, no. no. Let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. And we learn that's we learn later in the movie that's a good idea show because the cops are fucking useless in this movie. Uh, would you go ahead and just say that that is a back to the foreshadow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we cut to the scene. We're on this like I'm going to say we're on a boat. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, and show shows up. He first, I think he kicks a lot of ass. I think he like kicked the guard's ass. Is it really? No, he doesn't do anything at this point. Oh, he does just he? Walks, he okay. just walks in and he's just like, you have my son. And like, yeah, we got you, son. Where's our uh, necklace? And he's like, and then they they like uh, tie shows hands up above his head. And they start like torch. He's like, I don't have it. You know, it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like, oh, I, we think you do. So they're like, I'm going to torture this out of you. So first, what he first he kicks he uh, Limehouse Willie pulls out a switchblade and he puts it in Show's nose for some reason. Yeah, and then he pulls it out. He hasn't cut the nose, 
And then he gets into some weird S&M stuff where he rips open Show's shirt and starts cutting his chest with the switchblade. Yeah. And, and Show is totally like, stoic. He's like, he didn't feel yeah. it. Even and, before that, you know, he broke the board over his abs. Yeah, he broke like a two-by-four across. And his, Show's just uh, like, hey, man, like, what's That's how they train you. Like, like, I don't, I feel no pain. During the whole time, we're seeing that flashback of him <laughs> and his old dojo. Ha! Because I, he's going yeah. in his mind, he's going back to the shadows. Going back to the and, shadows. But he's... He, he made a conscious decision to never go back to the shadow. So he's he's inner turmoil going on right now. He's like, I don't want to be a ninja. I don't because like, like you think of ninjas as being scumbag murders. He does too. He's like, I don't want to go back there. Well, they absolutely are. So he's like, enough. I because then he's like, all right, I'm gonna torture your kid. And he's like, all right, that's bridge too far. <laughs> I love it because. He's like, Oh, I see. You're going to be a tough nut to crack. So let's go ahead and open up this little cane cracker over here. And he gets a blowtorch, and he just starts, like, waving it around the kid's face. And Shane is like, duh. It's like yeah, Shane, like a Shane is just kind of, like, numb right now. He doesn't have the complete ninja training yet. He is, so, he's inept. He has no training. He, he, I don't think he... I don't. Yeah. I think he would wear his diapers. Because yeah, <laughs> he's just like... Duh. It's a good. Like this, you like, make look a good point there. I was and, trying to give him more. And credit. you know, you know, like shows like I kind of want him to just kill the kid, but my wife loves him, so I'm on. A, you know, I love my wife. So he taps. He gets back to the shadows for a second, mm. and he like kicks. There's a light like hanging from the ceiling. He kicks it, and then disappears. Every light, him and Shane disappear. Every light in the building goes out. It's complete black. That's when he does his best work. Grabs in the shadows. Brags, brags. Grab Shane. Boom! Right out. Because and this happens in like one second. It happens yeah. faster than the framing of the dollar bill. Oh my god! So <laughs> yes. Um, so he gets his kid. He gets out of there. And of course, we're gonna have to go into the next day. He's ex- he's telling his family, "Look, you guys stay in the house. Stay safe." Well, uh, you know, after he got the phone call, of course, he went into that cigar hut, and he was looking to see what was going on. And, of course, it was noted earlier that the door had a padlock on the outside. Well, the door was just ajar. The door was open. Right. And then, so he notices a floorboard's missing. And he notices there's a nail with some fibers hanging from it. Yeah. He, like... Taps into his ninja CSI skills. Oh my god, that's that's like the tenth ninja skill. Is like the CSI skill, right? And he can tell immediately. I know who did this. I know who stole this from these fibers and from this these boards. Obviously, someone left-handed did this. Yes, and and I can tell if I can tell just by these fibers who did this because only one person can have a, a gray like blazer. A, yeah, a gray suit. Also, somehow like it's seriously just. Him looking at a door and then a close-up of a nail, and somehow that alludes to a left-handed person. So his sons are looking fly as shit. Well, Kane's looking fly as shit. Well, before that, he goes. He's like, all right, I'm going to go to the cops. No, no, I am I know. Yeah. I'm just building it up here. Okay. Give me a second here. I'm going to build it up. Shane's looking fly as shit, and we're all like, man. Kane is looking fly as I'm shit. I'm sorry. Shane is looking Kane, like shit. Kane, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Kane's looking fly as shit. You know, and uh, Shane, of course, is just looking as aloof as ever. Uh, and, you know, he's telling Comatose. him, Kane, do not let your brother leave this house. Even if he kicks his fucking <laughs> soccer ball out the window like he did that other day. Well, I don't even say why Kane looks like shit because he's wearing a black and white thriller jacket. Dude, yes. 
All you needed like, was a glitter to go off. I I wish he had that. Oh my god, it was so amazing. <laughs> like out of nowhere, he's wearing and this dope ass. By the jacket. way, I had a friend who had a, one of those jackets. Those were very popular back. Then. Oh okay, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. I thought well, they Michael just Jackson. randomly found it. No, no, it was huge, dude. I my friend had the jacket and the glove. Oh, good. <laughs> so your friends are great. Um, yes. So we're gonna go ahead. Show's telling the kids: do not fucking leave the house. Whatever you You've do, you've caused me enough trouble already. Right. I already just, have a kill list that's so long, and we've been in America for right. two. Don't days. make me go back to the shadows, you yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> if you make me go back to the fucking shadows, he's always telling his kids that. And his wife, unfortunately. But it's been, what, two days, right? Yeah. Two days. Okay. So he goes. Not, we're looking, as a, as a country, we're looking very bad. Like, yeah. we're not, not very welcoming. No, we're not representing ourselves well <laughs> at all. So he's got to go to the police. Finally, you know, uh, well, he, the right thing. He's like, he's like, all right, I'll listen to my wife because I just, I, I just want to have my fucking Japanese restaurant. I don't want trouble. Exactly. I don't want. I just we got wanna... to see him put his sign up and everything. Right. Beautiful. So, so this is where we meet the most useless fucking cops on the planet. We bump, we bump into the character Lieutenant Anderson, and he's like, okay, he explains everything to Lieutenant Anderson. He's like, yeah, I know that guy. That's Limehouse Willie. He's a dangerous guy. Yeah, he hands him, like, the the, the photo sheet. And yeah, he points, He points him out. Like, yeah. out of a, a photo sheet of, like, 100 people, he points him out. And while he's talking, we also see Carl's back and his buddy, the, the, we found out that those guys that were dumping the cocaine and stole the necklace, they're cops. Yes. And they're and crooked they, cops. And they just stand in and listen to the whole conversation. Right. And then, and so, and this this is basically the conversation. Show, like any normal person would be like, okay, my kid was kidnapped. I got him back. Are you guys going to protect us? We have crazy maniacs. You think we have this necklace we do not have. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Lieutenant Anderson's like, uh, yeah, we'll help you if you help us. Yeah, and he's like, we want you. What did he? What did he? What do you want him to do? Like, he's like, look, what? I I don't know what you want us to do. Look, <laughs> you re- if you want us to help you out, you need to go, like that guy. What are we out. supposed to protect and serve you? What's what's with yeah. your deal? He's just like, if you want us to help you, go to the docks and get some evidence. <laughs> yeah. Like he tells them to do their job. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carl and his buddy are looking on. Yeah. They're getting nervous because Sho taps into the nine powers of the ninja, and he's like, he notices, because only a ninja can notice this, there's like yeah. three fibers missing from the sleeve of Carl's jacket, mm-hmm. and they match perfectly the fibers that yeah. he had. So he throws this out to like throw them off. He's like, are you left-handed? Yeah. And I'll mind you, just to fill in a little gap here, we've already seen Carl in his normal police work uh, before this scene. He does every single last thing with his left hand. Coffee mug, left hand. Right, left hand. Phone, left hand. Yeah. Picking up paper from the printer, left hand. So, show, you know, ask him. Shooting a wad up ball of paper into the trash yeah, can. Exactly. Left-handed. Everything That's hard. left-handed. So that's hard. Well, you're right-handed. Well, right. Um, I'm not a normal person. <laughs> so show sniffs it out by the sleeve fibers missing a couple strands, right. and then he asks him about the left-handed just to fucking throw him off his base. And of course, the guy's like, "Left-handed? Of course I am." But you'll note 
the whole time after that, he does everything with his right hand. I didn't notice that, but everything. that's very, that's very, really. I I like that man that they thought about that in the script. It's the tiny details of this movie that really make it work. So uh, she always like, oh, you guys are useless. Whatever, fine, you know, and he just leaves. Cut back to the restaurant. Mom's busting her ass, cooking, taking care of the restaurant. Kane and Shane are like kicking a fucking like basketball around in their in their bedroom. And soccer ball. Was it who? I gotta think it's Shane's dipshit ass kicked the ball out the oh, window. Oh no, it was absolutely Shane. You know it was because he's an asshole. And and Kane's like rolls his eyes. He's the he's low like, key to Kane's Thor. Right, and Kane's is like, God, God damn, not again. And he's like, All right, I'll go get the fucking ball. You fucking idiot, Shane. So he goes out with his sweet-ass Michael Jackson jacket on. Dude, you're getting it mixed up. What? Kane doesn't go out there. Kane doesn't go get the oh, ball. I thought well, I thought they both went out. No, no, no. They It looked like Kane was going to go do it because Kane does anything that requires like a monicum <laughs> of, uh, you know, uh, uh, like skill. Yeah, responsibility. Responsibility. So what happens is like, right. I know. yeah, yeah I Shane that. just is like, goes into a, a rage and just yeah. runs out the door to get this, <laughs> his ball. And Kane's following behind him, but he just ends up in the doorway looking fly with that jacket on with his mom standing by. He moonwalks like, out the doorway. <laughs> yeah. And his mom. That's just, probably how Shane got ahead of him because he was moonwalking. Yeah. While Shane was walking. So his mom gets a little stargazed by Shane's moonwalking or uh, Kane's moonwalking. <laughs> And doesn't notice that her kid's about to hit, be hit by a car. And then when she finally does notice it, she runs a car, out by the way, driven by our bad guys. Yup. So the mom makes it out there in time to grab Shane. Got the name right that yeah. time. Grab him in so, time so they can both be run so over. So they get the... both run over and fucking <laughs> and, just wrecked. And it was pretty. I ate. I, I laughed. Okay. I looked, it was funny. There, there was a dummy in there, and it gets thrown forty-five <laughs> feet into the air. It's like the car hits you do a twenty. I mean, yeah, it's not good, but you don't go flying thirty-five. And then, uh, so then there is this stupid scene where the oh, so the guys they hit the hit hit Shane and uh, mom take off like drive like three blocks away. Yeah, they meet up with Limehouse Willie. He's like, hey, take that other car and go back and check out what happened. He's like, we well, we know what happened. We ran over these Because this people. shitty neighborhood where there's nothing but hoodlums walking around at all times. There's 100 people on the streets. It's a suburban like neighborhood, but there's always 100 people walking around. If you ever live in the suburbs, that never fucking happens. So this car accident scene happens to draw a crowd of about 100 people. They bring the truck around. At this yeah. time... Show pulls back up, sees right. his wife and, and kid. He, had, he, was, he was driving like fucking shitty a ass. Geo. Like, a little a Geo. Geo. I love that. <laughs> I love like the most powerful ninja in America. Drives a tiny Geo. I loved it. It's it econo- was the it's, best. An, it's fuel efficient and economical. It's, it's fuel efficient. It's economical. Like the ghost whipping that motherfucker <laughs> is a trip. Like I've seen that on uh, on uh, X to the Z's show, Pimp My Ride, I think. I don't, um, I don't know what you're talking it was, about. It was great. It's okay. The 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 youth will know. So they the bad guys and they got the Sanford and Son truck and they uh, show up to I guess to admire their work and show yeah, really. I, this show like somehow know I guess he taps into his ninja powers. He knows that they did it. Or did They're, somebody say like I probably because this is actually a neighborhood where people care about each other. Probably said, "Hey, those are the guys that just ran over your kid. They're in a different car. What Murray, the fuck's going sorry, on?" This is not a neighborhood where people care about each other. It's, Sam Green told them it wasn't. 
No, he just fucking ninja sensed it, man. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm he ninja just, sensed okay. it. Okay. Anyway, he <laughs> just starts running towards it. Well, no, he chases him in his in his car. His, yeah, he does. He's like, <laughs> not enough torque on this oh, bitch. <laughs> and then for some reason, they both like like run off the road, and the yeah. truck just stalls. Like like in every movie, a car just stalls for no yes. reason. You stop it. And so the bad guys can't get away. So Show leaps out, yes. leaps in the flatbed. They get this car, the truck started again, start taking off. Show like breaks out the back window, yanks out the guy in the passenger seat, beats the shit out of him. The fucking driver freaks out. So he says, "Start shooting his gun yeah. at anybody behind him." Shoots Pulls his buddy. Out the gun, starts shooting. Show see, you know, sees that he's got the gun. He uses the guy's a shield. He uses the guy's a shield. Tosses him out of the truck then, <laughs> and then he jumps out of the truck himself, does a nice front flip while he's doing right. it. Right. Uh, and, of course, what does the truck do? It fears off the road, and there's a couple they're of They're going there and like going, like, what, like 20, 25 miles an hour? They're, they're going, like, 20 miles, <laughs> which, of course, is fast. But for the wreckage that's about to happen, because that wild truck happens to run into two abandoned cars. Well, they're just parked on the side of the road. I don't know. Well, the hoods were up, so I thought uh, they were abandoned. I don't know. I yeah. Didn't. Well they, yeah, well, they all explode. Well, immediately fireball explosion. Basically, this part of America, unknown USA. Maybe. May, uh, well, it's probably probably ran into a Pinto because Pintos would explode upon maybe, collision. Maybe that's the yeah. only way to explain that. But his whole family's been fucked up. So, well, not Kane. He's super fly still. Yeah, good point. So you know, he's got to go figure out what's going on with his family at this point, right? Well, they go to the, they go to the hospital. Okay. And so I think Shane's in a coma or he's just being Shane. I can't tell. And his head's like wrapped in bandages and he's got a black guy and mom's got like her head wrapped in bandages. She's totally fucked up. And the doctors are just like, yeah, she'll be, she'll be good in a day or two. She well, just got hit by a fucking well, car. She's not Shane. So. Oh, good point. <laughs> Your wife's going to be good in a day or two. Your son, however, seems to have this problem where he's a... They were like... Sucks. He was like, I think your son's brain damaged. He's like, no, that's just Shane. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He, keep, he keeps trying to kick a soccer ball out the window. <laughs> no, that's just, that's just Shane. So now show is fucking ninja furious. He's, He's like, look, I've I've tried to stay out of it, mind my own business. I come to America. I just want to start my business. You motherfuckers, payback time. So Limehouse Willie's having a party on the boat. This big, like, li- fucking ocean liner. It's like a fucking aircraft carrier. Right. And it's heavily guarded, but who, it shows a ninja. So they ain't going to stop him. It won't stop him at all. And thankfully, the police tell him, yeah, he's a he's a rat that lives on the dock. So he knows exactly what dock that means. And you know, yeah. So he gets right well, there. The one with armed guards everywhere. Yeah. It's like in a video game, man. As soon as you see more assailants. He's you like Solid right Snake. Place. He gets in like his cardboard box and he sneaks oh, up on shit. some guys. You just make a Metal Gear reference. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, God. That's, that's my favorite. Yeah, I just remember that was I, I played the first one. Yeah, and he, I just remember the the, the cardboard box, I love Metal which you use like once through the whole fucking. Love Metal Gear. Um, so he tears through this boat like he just picking them off left and right. Yeah, ninja's skills. He just walks through it basically, snapping necks. He's just having a fucking. He's, he's having a great time, and he does the normal ninja thing where you cut the lights. 
And everyone's like, oh, the party's over. And he winds up behind Limehouse Willie. And he's got that knife to his neck. And he's like, remember that time you cut my chest? Well, I'm about to cut your throat. Unless, what information did he get out of him? I think he just says, look, we don't have your fucking necklace. Stay the fuck out of our lives, and I'll let you live. But if you keep fucking with us, you'll pray pray for for death. And then the that, lights that, cut back on, and he's gone. There is no possible way that is. Back to the foreshadowing. I don't remember how I was doing that earlier. I think that was it. I don't know. Back to the foreshadow. I think that was it. That's it. <laughs> so, Limehouse Willie is like nobody does that to Limehouse Willie. He's furious about this. I mean, he can just cut his losses. He knows by now they don't have the fucking necklace. Yeah. But he's just like, no, I got to get my revenge. He absolutely knew. Like, in this time, we got to see, like, his big boss man that looked like... uh, Mr. Newman. He looked like the guy from fucking uh, Price is Right, uh, Rod Roddy. Okay. Was that his name? The guy who was Bob Barker's, like, uh, announcer? I don't know. I remember. I, was, I remember Jimmy Ol. Not Jimmy Olsen. It was Johnny Olson. I think it I was know. Rod Roddy. You might. But be he right. had those big glasses. He had that little little comb over kind of look going to him. That's what this uh, this bad, big bad guy reminded yeah, me mis- of. It's Mister Newman, and, and he was even though his name's Mister Newman, he was like the cliche mafia Italian guy kind yeah. of character. And you notice he hired a lot of guys with mustaches. There were a lot of he had a lot, a lot of nerdy like sweater vest having mustached uh, henchmen. I don't know what was up with that. Hey, I, I don't know. They're like Ned Flanders' gang was like his his henchmen. That's probably why the show kicked their ass so easily. You're 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 you were older in that age. I was I was just a mere child, so I would need you to tell me like was that just a thing you saw? Did I, you see a lot of gritty people on the streets near the docks with mustaches? Eighties was a very mustache day. That's well, I, I mean, thought. Burr Reynolds was king in the eighties because it was exactly. mustache and Tom Selleck. Exactly, just like now you got all these people growing beards and everything. So maybe yeah. that was just it was. It's you're, you're right. It was a continuation. Eighties mustache, nineties goatee. 2000s beard it's like it was a it was a it was a got hairier will got hairier yeah so you think limehouse willie like i almost get killed by a ninja i'm not gonna fuck with this guy no limehouse willie's so fucking crazy he's like fuck that guy and he just slashes his fucking arm open with a knife yeah because this is limehouse's brilliant plan I'm gonna cut myself open, so I, I'm I'm taken into the hospital because apparently he can't just go in the hospital and just say like I'm sick or whatever. He's got to like he's got he he's very method about it. He's like I'm gonna make it look like I'm about to die, and then I'm gonna get in the hospital because there's cops now. Finally, fucking Lieutenant Anderson's taking it seriously. He's like, all right, if I had yeah. to protect your family, I'll do it. Yeah, and so, uh, so they have armed guards and everything. Yep. They got armed guards. I think both Shane and the wife have a room. Yeah. Shane they have separate the rooms. Yeah. They have separate rooms, but they both have, you know, they both have, in the hospital. Right. So, so now Limehouse Willie, he's like in, in his hospital bed, and a doctor comes in. He's like, hey, I need something for the pain. So, usually, I, I, maybe it was different in like 85, but usually they just give you like a pill. No, this guy pulls out a syringe. He's like, I'm going to inject you with like fucking morphine. You're not going to wake up for 14 <laughs> days. And then Limehouse Willie grabs him. The guy's like, hey, stop. What are you doing? 
Like he's he there's a there's a cop like right out there, and he's not doing anything. Nothing. Just, and just then, hanging then, so Limehouse, he called it in at least. And then Limehouse murders this this doctor. Yeah. And then takes his outfit, his clothes. And so, so then he goes to uh, is, show's wife's room. Yeah, this is in the time, like, you know, we had a nice scene of all of them playing cards, show and his wife playing cards. They're all having fun and everything. They're playing, they're playing Go Fish. They're playing Go Fish. The most wholesome fucking game you can play. Right. And then, Shane, like, show's got to go put Shane to bed or whatever. And then no, he's got to take Kane home. They got to yeah, go because visiting go. hours are over. And so both his wife and his dunce of a son are left alone and we already know that limehouse is on the prowl so prowl limehouse prowls into the wife's room first right and i i don't remember how this scene worked out well he just walks right in and then it's this grab something like some tape to cover her mouth and then yeah. it just cuts away so we don't know oh, what the hell is going on. I thought he was going to hold her hostage because he was like covering her mouth and all that shit. He disguised as a doctor because they had armed guards. Right. And so he's like, oh, I'm just here to administer the pills. And the armed guards are like, well, of course, you're a doctor. <laughs> so, of course, that's what you would do. And, right. um, you know, they phone it in or whatever. Somebody I'm beginning to the understand why there's so much crime in these neighborhoods because the cops are fucking useless. Pointless. I mean, they're telling civilians, hey, he's on the docks. Go get him, and then uh, we'll protect you. What? Yeah, if you do our job. If you actually pro- how about you protect yourself. This is like cops from it's a, a it's Marvel like that, comic. It, it's like the thing where it's like, hey, man, you can give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish. And I think mm. that's the attitude Anderson takes. Mm. Mm. He's like, you won't need me if you know how to protect yourself. That's why we don't know what city it is because that city completely burnt down. <laughs> So back to the movie. Back to the movie. Go ahead. So uh, basically, I wasn't cut to the chase. Show's wife's murdered. Just dead. And then, so now it's time for Shane's death. And we're well, and by this point, we're all kind of like hope. We're we're praying for his death. Definitely. We're, we're, <laughs> I I like how you worked in the movie title, but I I'm just like, oh, is Shane gonna die now? <laughs> He's cramping Kane style. I mean, Kane is like Kane. Is like I can tell in his mind he's like I'll never have to be able in my own life because I'm gonna have to take care of this moron his whole fucking life. That's mm-hmm. like Kane's thing. Maybe Shane will figure out how to be good at computers or something. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he could have been good at something, dude. Go on, sure. Just take it away. Take it away. <laughs> so he comes in. He's like, once again, the cops are like, "Oh, you're a doctor. Go right in." And uh, you know, he doesn't have like don't. Don't doctors have like name tags and shit? Yeah, they usually like, with, like their picture kind of, on it. They'll have uh, identification. Maybe of some I, sort. maybe this movie caused them to do that. But maybe they didn't do it back then. Oh yeah, because the doctor he killed was like a black guy. So there's no way he could have just used that guy's thing. So, but they let him in because he's got a, he's got the white jacket. He's a do- he's a doctor. I wear white jackets around all the time just to confuse people. So he walks in, pulls out this fucking uh, syringe with like a ten foot long needle on it. Yeah, he's like, he's like hardcore. That's not being popular. Like, what? come on, let's get those guys back. I like. I, I feel like any good pediatrician should walk into the room with a ten foot syringe and just be like, "Hey, little Tommy here for uh, vaccination." That's probably what's got all these anti vaxxers going. They're scared of needles. Afraid. They're they're the ones afraid of needles. I don't know. They can fuck off. I don't know. Man of War needs to teach him a lesson. Sure. So. At this time, just as like 
uh, Limos Willie is about to kill Shane, Lieutenant Anderson finally fucking shows up. And he's like, he radios the cop that's guarding Shane's uh, room. He's like, hey, uh, what's going on? Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, sure. We just load a doctor in. He's like, you idiot. Fucking imbecile. And he's like, and so just in the nick of time, the cops bust in on Limehouse Willie. Yep. And Limehouse Willie, he, remember, he's an elderly Englishman, but somehow he gets to drop on these cops <laughs> and, like, kills them. He just fucking lays waste to them like it's nothing. <laughs> Pushes them over. It's like blowing out birthday it's like a, It's like a city full of Bernie Fifes is, like, their police department. And so he just <laughs> kills them all. And fortunately... This cop is also, like, much like the doctor, this cop's also the same size as Lionel Spilly, so he puts on a cop uniform because now he knows people be questioning doctors, but you never question a cop, even Ooh. though you think all these cops would kind of know each other. Ooh, there's so much happening here. All I know, I mean, am I missing something here? Because I'm about to just jump straight to show giving, like, finding his dead wife. Well, no, yeah, you're right. They, but he put the, they put the hospital on lockdown, but since he's wearing a cop uniform, he just walks out. So Limehouse yeah, really oh, takes yeah, off. Yeah, Limehouse, Limehouse, okay. Show comes back. Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry, my bad, your wife got killed. Hey, oh, and you're going to hate us for this one. Uh, your wife, <laughs> uh, dead? But your son's still alive. Your son's still alive? Kind of. <laughs> and so this is this is very this is a great scene because show sheds some tears. He really gets emotional in this scene, man. and he's always wearing guy liner. So it's like it you know, runs a little. Runs well, no, he only he only wears the guy liner when he's in ninja mode. Yeah, a little guy liner on, man. Well, you gotta like you know make the eyes look a little bigger. That's true. So then show he gets into this great speech. What do you say to the cop girl? So. He, I, I'm sorry, first off, you know, over his wife's, you know, deceased body, he starts saying some final words, and he's saying some beautiful things about flowers and how she's going to rise again, and how when she does rise, he'll fertilize it and make sure it grows into a mighty, you know, beast and everything, and it's like, what is he talking about? With his seed? It. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, he starts swearing his vengeance. He's swearing his vengeance as a ninja. So you're telling me he's back to the shadows. Murray, he's not just back to the shadows. He's fucking in a full shadow outfit, like just completely covered in shadow now. But, but, I believe it's Kane has the door cracked. For a ninja, he has no awareness of doors. And so one of his kids, I'm pretty sure is Kane, was well, yeah, listening well, in. Shane's fucked up. He can't do it. Yeah, exactly. So one of his kids is just listening in on him being like, I'm returning to my ninjaness. So we get that, you know. Kane goes, we, we get, <laughs> a little split in a moonwalk. <laughs> just hear the shifting of the feet. That's the his dad. You just hit his dad with like a smooth criminal. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, shows like fuck this. I'm out of here. He just grabs Shane, Shane out of the. <laughs> Shane's like in a coma right now, and I he's, thought he grabbed his wife. No, he grabbed Shane because his wife's dead. Oh, okay, so he grabs his. Uh, he grabs. He grabs his, his one living family member, and he's walking out. And our police chief from earlier, the same one who told them, and they're like, "Sir, your kid is severe brain damage." He's like, "No, that's just Shane. He's fine." <laughs> And he walks, and then, then Anderson goes, hey, you can't do that, you know, and then what is, what is, uh... So, is the same officer from earlier that basically told him to solve his own fucking crime. Anderson, yeah. Anderson. 
he, he, he approaches him. If you take the boy, police can't protect you. My wife is dead. And you talk about police protection? My wife loved this country. Wanted to come here. Start a new life. This is the land of the free. Free what? Free to kill? Free to rape? <laughs> free to rape women and children? And go unpunished? If we're all... F- <laughs> if we are all free to do what we like, I'm free to make sure these animals won't go unpunished. Don't take this law into your own hands. Now he's telling him not to take the law into his own hands. Yeah. First of all, he's like, you do everything. Yeah, go ahead and hit me with, don't take the law into your own hands. You can't take the law into your own hands. Don't try to stop me, <laughs> Mr. Policeman. You don't understand. He doesn't understand. He's the most clueless fucking cop. He doesn't know about the shadows. He's he doesn't a, know how to get back in the shadows. But, but. Show does. Show absolutely fucking does. And this is where we're going to get our nice fucking ninja montage. Well, before that, oh. I don't know how oh, okay. how Willie figured it out. But he finally figures out it's Carl that stole the necklace. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The left-handed thing and seeing Carl fumble around as a righty, I think. He's yeah. like, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> so Carl's like having a dinner. Uh, I guess he had the necklace on him because I know Willie gets it back. But uh, he's just eating dinner. And then Willie just shows up, whips out a machine gun, and just murders everybody in the restaurant. A nice little Italian restaurant, fucking everybody murdered. Thankfully, Carl had the, the necklace on him, so so Willie takes it from the dead body. Yep. And then he goes back to Mr. Newman to give him the uh, necklace back. Yep. So you figure, problem sol- he's like, he's like, oops, my bad. I guess those guys, those Japanese people, really didn't steal it. Uh, you know, yeah. people make mistakes. You but know? I mean, his big. Big boss already told him. Those guys already know too much. And I'm sorry, I'm going to use some offensive language here. I, I think I was. We we're already being ridiculous with our accents, our Shogazugi impressions. I don't think it's. I think it was totally accurate. I think we we're doing a pretty good. Job I don't. I think if uh, let's just get real for a second. If you do, if you're really sounding like a person, I don't know what's offensive about that. Well, I mean, I, I understand if we were like getting all like. I I have a hard. time. It's like. I am completely impressed by the fact that he knows this much English. Like, I went to other countries, and I could say maybe three words in their language. Shokazuki so did a you whole were, fucking movie. You in were basically like Shane in, in the I was Shane. I would walk up to a nice bratwurst uh, vendor, and I'd be like, give me the schwagwagaloo. And they'd be like, they would hold up the various meats, and I'd point to them. That's how oh, that's bad. very Shane like Shokazugi could at least we knew what he was saying ninety nine percent of the time. There was a couple. I would say eighty two percent. Eighty two. Okay, yeah. eighty two. That's still was, really good. Well, yeah, he did a really good job. I, I mean, he, I it beats having a bad like dubbing and I, and I also know. it beats a bad dubbing and also Shane Kazugi is one of our favorites. We watch yes. all of his movies. Well, no, I hate Shane Kazugi, but Shokazugi is awesome. Did I say Shane? Yes. Oh my bad. Shane can fucking die for all I care. Wow. Let's not say that. So back to the <laughs> warehouse. So so uh, show knows he can't go back to the restaurant. They know he's there, but they don't know that he also owns this warehouse. The warehouse, man. So he takes Shane, just throws Shane like on a mat, like a yeah, dirty really. mattress. Hey, hang out here and just look at this paint dry. <laughs> and he's like, "What's your brother? I have ninja shit to do." <laughs> and so he puts on the ninja, like the bushido wear. Yep. 
And he, of course, he's like, I got to make a sword. <laughs> I love that he burned his wife in uh, the fire, and he was building the sword with her ashes. That's beautiful. Did he? I don't even remember that. No, I just made that up. Well, about it that is earlier. beautiful. Though. <laughs> it is beautiful. And <laughs> we'll go with it. And that happened. He's murdering people. With I his think wife. he just left his wife in the hospital. Was like, do whatever you want with yeah, her. Yeah, really. I don't fucking care. Shit. Well, he eventually did get her back. But yes. go on. So we have this great sword making montage. I don't know where he got all the equipment to make a sword, but it's there at the warehouse, and he's making a kick-ass sword. While Beautiful. Kane, once again, peeping Tom Kane, is checking him out, watching. Yeah. Being inspired. For sure. He's like, I'm going to soup up my bicycle while my dad's making a sword. I don't want to. I want to be industrious like my father. So this is where the movie, like, if I got to see this movie as a uh, a seven, eight, whenever I started watching these action movies, this would have immediately been a top movie for me because it had kids in it. Three Ninjas, one of my favorite movies. Uh, basically, Kane is a three ninja. Shane, I don't know what to say about him. Uh, but Kane was definitely a three ninja. So he builds his own traps, and we get the next cut to Kane Going to the docks on his bike. Well, they split up. Like, well, you're saying his dad took him there? No, his dad went to the, the Mr. Newman's mansion. Yes. Okay. To do his business. Yeah. And he's like, Kane. I don't know why. Why? Why Mr. Newman's men were at the docks? But why they were? Maybe they were looking for these guys. I don't know. Why do you think? Uh, Kane you all, there? I also noticed one of the henchmen was like an evil Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I noticed that too. Yeah. I laughed about that a lot. So Kane. Starts. He's like. He's like basically. Uh, what the What the fuck is the the Goonies kid? What was his I, name? I, I don't know. I've never seen the Goonies. I think his Data was his name. He's like no, Data. I, I think that's what he was called. Because <laughs> he he's got all these booby traps on his bike. So like, hey, there's that Japanese kid. Get him! And then he's like, fuck you. He pushes a button, and all of a sudden, smoke screen comes out the back of his bike. Yeah. He's got a slingshot. He's got the nuts with a slingshot. I love it because it's like he's riding his bike while these guys are like, let's just run him over in the car we're driving right now. But then the smoke screen goes out, and it's like, well, we could punch it, or we could just <laughs> no, start they're blinding the wheel a lot. They're blinded. They can't see. It's like a smoke bomb on the back of his car. <laughs> <laughs> So they crash their fucking car and they get out. Kane kicks the shit out of them. Well, he's got a slingshot. He hits a guy in the nuts. He's got a blow dart he made. Yeah, a guy in the throat murders him. He doesn't just have a blow dart that he made. It's in his bike spokes. And he's got these pegs, those extra long pegs that he trips up people. And I will say, <laughs> I remember you remember yeah, there's people yeah. on either side of him, right. and there's cardboard boxes for the one, so he of falls. You got to have cardboard boxes. I mean, I was waiting for there to be a fruit stand where somebody falls <laughs> exactly. on. So, but. of course, the guy who falls in cardboard boxes, the peg that trips him up <laughs> falls off with him, so it's like, what? <laughs> well, he, only, he didn't have that much time to soup up his bike. So we get this hilarious scene of Kane just owning but, and then we let, get this can, awesome can we, scene. Please, let's get back to business, right? We get this awesome Keenum show just murdering people. He goes straight to the fucking boss's Thank house. Thank you. Thank you. Puts on. He's got. He's got the shredder helmet on. He's oh my like, god. He's got this like sweet little like sheer gauze across his face. How much guyliner would you say, dude? It was like full on raccoon. Yes. Just fucking smeared. He, on a little eyeshadow, a little rouge. 
he was ready to murder and murder he did. He's and he's and once again taking us back back to the foreshadow of the beginning of the movie where he's showing us how these ninja tools use. He uses them again and he's like all of them. He's killing everybody. He does a sweet David Lee Roth split in the air and kicks some guys in the face. Dude. He's just fucking slashing people open with that sword he made of his wife's ashes. Like, and, and that fucking sweet ass shredder mask where it's like hinge where you can open the mouth up. Yeah, like, it's like it's like it's like double doors like from a saloon, and he can open them up. I show I, off that sweet little gauze he has covering his face. I'm pretty sure I'm skipping over here, but you mentioned the gauze and opening that shit up. But like, I don't remember how he captures Mister Newman or whatever the fuck his name was. But he had, like, a bunch of spears, like, kind of trapping I'll him. T- I can tell you what he did. Tell me what he did. Well, first, he's murdering everybody with every kind. He's yeah. got a katana. He's got throwing stars. He kills everybody that way. So he's got a special way of killing Mr. Newman. So Mr. Newman, he's like a bitch hiding in his house. It's like, I don't know how to really describe it, but it's like a pinwheel, but it's like spikes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is like a weapon. And he hurls it at Mr. Newman, pins them with the spikes through his throat. Yeah, it goes through. To, like, a door. Kills fucking Mr. Newman. Everybody's dead. Only except for he, Limehouse Willie. He's not quite dead yet. He unveils his face yeah. just to show him. He's like, look at my eyeliner. How beautiful it is. I didn't even smudge my eyeliner. Newman doesn't even know who this fuck is at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't know. So it's like, I'm going to show you my face. You don't know me. I don't know you. But you got it. And then he dies. So, but Willie, Limehouse. Limehouse Willie, like the psychotic bitch he is, peels out and takes off. And then show is like, I'm not done with you. So show chases after him. He's like running after these trucks. And Limehouse is like, well, shit, I can run over this guy. No, you can't, motherfucker. Oh, my God. The jump over the truck. The, not not in a jump. It was a fucking flip over a truck. Get a flip. Fucking awesome ass stunt. Dude, I've seen Kobe do it. No, Kobe just fucking jumped. Uh, yeah, yeah, show flipped. Uh, you didn't give me time. Fuck Kobe. Kobe, Kobe jumped. Shogi flipped. <laughs> You see how I did that? Because it's Shokazugi. Shogi. Yeah, I get it. Okay. And it was fucking sweet. And then he, then the guy, then then he's like, Limos is like, I don't care. That didn't impress me. Apparently, he's a Kobe fan. So he tries to run Show over again. And Show does the fucking Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark move where he grabs underneath and he's holding underneath. Oh, yeah. He went flat and grabbed. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. So he gets dragged all the way, not dragged. He he's hanging on, hangs on for probably about three hours because it goes from day to night. Yeah, it goes and he's day to night. still hanging on. He goes from wherever USA to basically the Twin Peaks uh, Lodge where they're chopping up trees. Well, no, no, no. They go back to the warehouse. Back to the warehouse. Oh, that's right. It was just the warehouse. Right. Where where Shane is still at, I'm assuming. Yeah. And Kane's like there. That's right. And Burt Reynolds is still there. Why did I think and, it was a sawmill? Well, because that happens later. This Because this is the most bizarre warehouse I've ever I seen. I don't get this movie at this point. Because what happens is, show murders Burt Reynolds. He kills all the henchmen. But cause he's chasing after Lime. Well, I don't know why the fuck Limehouse went back to... Back to the warehouse. You figure he would just fucking leave. Yeah, no. But so he He's goes back one. to his enemy's lair for some reason. Okay, and this is where it gets really bizarre. Okay, so we got not only do we have a sword making shop in this warehouse, we also have about a thousand mannequins, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. a lumber yard too. That's so, right. so show is chasing. There's a cat and mouse game where show is chasing Limehouse Willie through it. 
And of course, we get the scene where it's like, is it a mannequin? Is it a person? You know, and then you you see a head, and it's yeah, Limehouse Willie. Yeah, and so Limehouse Willie, he's he's kind of tapping into his ninja skills. I don't know where he got these skills from, but he stabs Show in the leg with like a stick. Yeah, yeah, he did. And Show like breaks it Lucky. off. I don't know. He figured it'd make more sense to pull it out, but I don't. know, Maybe it's next to a, like a femoral artery, and you don't yeah, want to do that. Like, I don't know. And what for whatever reason, so, so it makes it a little more believable that an elderly man could stop a ninja because we he's got, injured. We got to try really hard to make this believable. So there's more just fighting back and forth. Show's got the samurai sword. Willie's got like this fucking like sickle type. I don't know where he got it. Anything. Cut to the chase. They wind up in this lumber yard. In the warehouse. Yeah. So, what well, basically what it is, there's chainsaws everywhere. There's like a conveyor belt that has the like the big like tree trunk on it that cuts the like tree trunk in half, like the big saw blade. Oh, perfect movie trope too, with the like slow moving, uh, right? You know, tread. So first we get this fucking awesome like chainsaw fight. Chainsaw's not even fucking on. Oh my it's god! It's totally like it's just a lot of sound effects. We watched it again before this, and it it was it was basically Will uh Willie Limehouse Willie Lily Limehouse uh, Willie. He was basically making the chainsaw noises with his mouth. You, you see his lips puttering. <laughs> And it's just like, come on, man. You could at least put that in later. No, they went for just him making the noises himself. And then, so then Limehouse Willie, he starts up the conveyor belt that has the saw blade on it. And then Show conveniently has a little ninja throwing star on the forehead of his shredder yep, helmet. Shredder. So he pulls it off and throws it at the controls and stops it with yeah. the ninja star. Very plainly written out in like uh, whiteout, the old pen whiteout shit. Start and stop as if we didn't understand the difference between a red and a green button. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's, uh, there's some Shanes out there that maybe we understand. <laughs> so the Shanes of the world would understand that that meant stop, especially when the fact that he stopped on the little trajectory belt there. So what? So at this point, show has a flashback. He's seeing his master. He's remembering uh, his yeah. brother. All this shit, and then fucking his master says the uh, prophetic line that I wrote down. Let me see if I can find it. Can he find it? Remove the guilt from your past, or one day it will kill you. Oh, shit, the guilt. And so he just removes all the guilt over Shoji and over his wife. I don't get it either, but... Next thing you know... He's back. He's fully in the shadows. He's, so, he's, he's embracing the shadows. He's beyond shadows. I don't know what beyond shadows is. Somehow he's negative dark at this point. He's a, he's a black... He's so dark, he's light. That's he's, how, a, he's a black hole at this point. He's sucking in light. You're right. Yeah. And so he whips out... I think they were nunchucks, but they had knives on the ends. Mm-hmm. So he throws fucking Limehouse Willie on this like log and pins his hands down with the nunchuck blades. Yeah. It was just nunchucks that had little buttons and a <laughs> little knife came out. So and like so and then he, then he he just saunters over, pulls the ninja star out of the start and stop yep. fucking thing. Thing starts up. Limehouse knows what's gonna happen. He's freaking out. He's like, "Kill me! Kill me!" Are you telling me that he just prayed for death? He was praying for death, ah! but he didn't get it. Well, he got it, but not the way he wanted to get it. What? Because Show just walks out. Like, 
and the fight, and then we just see. I I think it would have been a little bit better because we just see a close up of the blade and hear like the sound effects. It would have been better if there's some blood splattered on the blade, but we didn't get that. So we use our imagination. The guy got basically split in half Ooh. by saw blade. He deserved it. Uh, so we've got all of our bad guys murdered. The only thing we have to deal with now is, you know, the the losing your wife. And realizing your child is a dunce, one of the two. So And you're gonna have to raise him now. Yeah, by yourself. So he's gonna go visit his wife and he buried her with her father. Right. Um and you know, he says some nice words over the grave and, and everything. And he sheds a single tear, another great acting one. moment from show. Uh of course, Detective Anderson. Yes. Lieutenant I Anderson. just remember him as Mr. Policeman. Uh, shows up and is just like, you figured that all out from a gray thread and a left hand? You're some kind of man, Mr. Mr. Saito. Saito. Uh, you should have been a detective. And, you know, he's like, are you going to leave America now? Because, you know, we fucking suck. We didn't do anything to help you out here. We didn't do our job. Well, he's we like, hey, yeah, you know, well, this is how fucking lazy Anderson is. It's like, yeah. Everybody who worked for Newman has been murdered. Well, that's it. We don't have to investigate. We're just, all I, done here. I think a ninja did it. You wouldn't know anything about ninjas, would you? No, of course not. What is a ninja? And then he hands him back that little cookie of evidence, <laughs> that little shred <laughs> of factual evidence, that little shuriken. And he and winks then, at him. And they both wink at each other. Because yeah. Anderson's just so lazy. He's like, hey, man, as long as I don't have to fucking do the paperwork, I don't give a shit. Of course, show at this point is like, of course I'm going to stay in America. I get to be a ninja, kill whoever <laughs> I want, and when the cops come for me, I wink at them. <laughs> well, if, as long as you do your work for them, the cops are totally cool with the whatever you do. The cops are so fucking... <laughs> He's like, I could totally take advantage of America, <laughs> which is why everybody in America who does well stays in America is like, I could totally take advantage right, of Right, he's this. like... I kind of like being back in the shadows. I'm like, I want to murder people, and I can do it here. Uh, and so we asked him. Anderson does ask him, could ninjas still exist? Of course not. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, of course, Kane looks at him. He's just like, dad. And Shane's like, duh. <laughs> so, you know, as the old Avenger Brothers line goes, the family that slays together stays together. Murray, we just fucking killed it okay but uh you know we usually like to talk in the post here let's talk in the post here and i just gotta say we had a fucking huge weekend from between thursday and uh today here we had a huge boost in our numbers you will be so impressed and i think it's got a lot to do with that puppy of yours how is she doing what are you talking about? I'm talking about what? that goddamn pup who you're like griff your bitch ass dog is stupid i've got a new dog uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. What? She uh, like she like ran away or uh, went to his farm upstate. Ran to a farm she, upstate. I only know that she's safe. I think safe. Um, you think? Well, look, Griff. What? What? Is I happening? uh, I just wasn't getting the numbers I wanted oh. from her. The, what? So the numbers. I she had to go. Can. Can I help okay. you out here? Hey, hey, yeah, get over here. 
Hey, can you see the? Yeah, it's our, our intern Skippy just handed Griff a, a note. What, what's it say, uh, well, Griff? No, no, I'm gonna hand it to you. Oh, just look at those numbers. Holy shit, Griff! We got a hundred. We broke a hundred. Gore broke a hundred, and you're telling me, Skippy, get that dog. <laughs> Go to the pound. Well, if you can't find, get, get it. Oh, it looks like it. It's just a pit bull. Griff, this is amazing. It's all due to my puppy. Yeah, yeah. I love that dog. I'm kind, I'm kind of worried about the dog. What? She's great. She's at home, Griff. Can we wrap this up and get to your fucking dog? I want to get this dog and make sure we get the right dog because your dog is getting us. I have the dog. That was all jokes, Griff, when that I was said a earlier. Joke? Sure. Wink. Oh, well, you can't say wink out loud. <laughs> <laughs> But Griff, I'm so excited. What are you we so find, excited about? We got triple fucking digits. Triple digits, dude. Sure. Three quarters were pots, but <laughs> this is the thing, Griff. <laughs> if we're going to be really inclusive like we say we're going to be, then we need to see bots are people, too. And we need to accept them as people. If we're accepting corporations or people, we're accepting bots are people. And the bots chose us. So thank you, bots. I don't care if you're even Russian bots. <laughs> Most of them were from uh, South Africa. So, hey, we got that Blood going from diamonds. us. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if Blood Diamonds are from South Africa. It just sounds like something. It, okay. All I know is I'm not going to play Sun City. Oh, That's a nice, nice, nice 80s reference. For so it. who knows when we'll get back to the shadows. Well, you know, you know what, Griff? Since now we're finally getting momentum, we're finally getting where we want to be, yeah. now's the perfect time to fucking throw a monkey wrench totally into that plan. Oh, my God, yeah. Because, Let's Griff, do I don't know if you've noticed, but the weather's finally getting cooling down. It's fall is down. in the air. It's officially fall. And what else is coming up? Hall- uh, Halloween, yeah, that old, Griff. Uh, that old Halloween. Hallow's Eve. Yeah. Which, I don't know. It's a big fucking deal here in Michigan. We love our fucking Satan. We love evil. We love Halloween. We're big on Satan. You know, we 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 gave, we're the fucking state that gave you Alice Cooper and unfortunately I'd say clown posse and all that kind of evil shit. We love fucking Halloween here, and we're hoping you guys love Halloween too because we're going to be covering some Halloween themed movies. We got five whole weeks. Yes, of, of all October. of all of October, we're going to be doing Halloween movies, yeah. and I know, and I know this is probably the biggest mistake of our lives because our least <laughs> fucking <laughs> popular episode was the one horror movie we did, Life Force, which, by the way, is a great fucking episode. I don't know why you're not listening to it, but we uh, we're going to do some uh, some uh, Halloween movies. We're going to bring in our good buddy Mike Mullins. Yeah, well, you last was on the uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe episode. We got him definitely locked in for two episodes. We're trying to kind of persuade him and doing more, but we'll see. And don't worry, guys. We're not going to go too far from our wheelhouse because we made especially sure. Oh, my God. We're we? going to do some Golden Globus actors. They're not going. Well, our Halloween movie is a Golden Globus movie. Absolutely. We made sure. But we're going to do some movies that have some of our favorite Golden Globus action stars. Movies we haven't even seen. We're hoping they're great. Yeah. We're getting our second Seagal in here at some point. Uh, we're getting another Seagal and another Chuck Norris movie. Exactly. Along with some other classic 80s horror movies. Uh, classic can, can we talk about our favorite villain that's going to be coming up finally? I, I can't wait. This is going to be our next movie. 
You, you want to talk about you guys? Well, you, this is the thing. You think we fucking blow Steve James constantly on this show? Wait till you hear we oh talk about God. talk about. <laughs> that was the perfect segue. <laughs> Wait till you hear who we who we're gonna talk about. Griff, you, you, I'll give you the honors. Oh my God, his name is a little bit amazing. It's Robert Zadar. And people don't know him, but you know him. You know his jaw. That's for damn sure. You know his jaw for damn sure. Samurai cop fame. And also, if you're not into the whole like weird movie 90s scene, he was also in a certain movie called uh, Tango and Cash. Yeah, he was. He was in that. You would know him because he has the jaw. He basically He's... has the one guy from Family Guy's jaw. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of his name. Quagmire? Is that Quagmire, his name? I think. Yeah. They basically stole Robert Jadar's jaw and put him on Quagmire. Yeah, right. we can't say... Well, we're going to say a ton of shit about him next week. We can't say enough about Robert Jadar. The guy's great. He's fucking freakish looking. Freakish. And he's the star of next week's movie, Maniac Cop. So join us then. Fucking enjoy the shit out of it, because we... Definitely Mike. So join us, join our buddy Mike Mullins, and have a good time celebrating Halloween Golden Globus style. So until next time, keep it warm. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Back to foreshadow. <laughs>